Hello and welcome to another edition of the South Boys Podcast. This is Angelo. You know the drill. Like us on Facebook, the South Boys Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at South Boys Pod and on Instagram, South Boys Podcast. Or if you're old school, you can also email us your inquiries, questions, shoutouts through email address southboys.podcast at gmail.com. Oh, we're also on YouTube. Subscribe to our channel, Navs Ganglani. Almost forgot. So the NBA is back and as of this recording, all 30 teams had their first taste of action and in this episode, I'm gonna do a rundown of the things that I think will most likely happen for certain players and certain teams just judging on their first game. So of course, I'm guessing that 80% of the things I'll say in the following minutes or in this episode will end up being false but i'm still trusting my gut even if it'll eventually fail me again i'm not saying that these predictions will come true or a hundred percent accurate but these are just the things that i think will most likely happen based on everybody's first game so at number one the milwaukee bucks will most likely be the best team in the league I believe they will have the best record in the NBA when it's all said and done. So they overpowered the Brooklyn Nets 104 to 127. But I'm going to be honest with you guys. I wrote this down yesterday. And earlier today, they just got walloped by the Heat by 42 points. So I'm an honest man. I'm not going to cross this out. I'm going to be doubling down on. My prediction that the Bucks will most likely still have the best record in the league. So yeah, the case for that is first, you know, it's rare for a championship team or a team that just won the title the following season to not have the um, targets on their back, right? I mean, for the Bucks, the main conversation around their title is they just got lucky because of injuries. Kevin Durant's foot, yada, yada, yada. But I think for this season, the Milwaukee Bucks has this extra motivation in them to prove that they're not a fluke, their title is not a fluke. So number two, staying with the Milwaukee Bucks, I think Giannis will most likely be a top three MVP candidate this year. So I know I'm cheating a little bit here. I'm hedging my bet. I'm not saying that he's going to be the MVP this season but I do definitely think that he'll finish top 3 in the MVP voting this year so against the Nets he put up 32-14-7 a steal, 2 blocks and here's the scary part he shot 7 out of 9 from the free throw line so what if Giannis Antetokounmpo shot 80% from the line this season I mean, he's going to be unstoppable. He's already a force of nature. And if he adds that jump shot, I mean, that jump shot is looking wet for Giannis this year. I don't see any reason why he's not going to finish in the top three in MVP voting. Um, I'm sure he'll put up monster numbers. And especially if the Bucks get the number one seed in the East, uh, the case against him not winning, I think, will mainly be voters' fatigue. Um, he's already won it twice. He finished fourth last year, so I think the voters 
the media and the fans uh they they think that they already gave respect to Giannis they all we already gave him his flowers so we'll be quick to find another to or to crown another best player in the league this season but you know Giannis is a boring pick there's really not much narrative for him winning the MVP so I think that's only the case against him if he does put up monster numbers this season and um <clears throat> get up that free throw rate and if the Bucks be will be the number one seed in the east or in the league number three the Lakers will most likely not have home court advantage in the playoffs and this is coming from a Laker fan so the main concern is how will Westbrook fit right how will Russell Westbrook uh, play alongside Anthony Davis and LeBron James is he gonna shoot better is he gonna set screens is he gonna do the right place at the right time but I think people also overlook the fact that the Lakers just have three holdovers from last season namely THT Anthony Davis and LeBron that's it and the rest of the team is new so it's not just how will Russell Westbrook fit in it's really the whole team. How will the whole team um, fit together, right? So I think this regular season for the Lakers, it's going to be full of experimentation. It's going to be uh, a feel-out regular season for them. And, you know, also factor is the health. Um, it's just the start of the regular season and... Um, they already have like three or more guys injured. That's also why we saw lineups having Russell Westbrook, Ray John Rondo, and DeAndre Jordan sharing the floor because Frank Vogel, Vogel really had no, no choice but to deploy those players together because of the m- injuries to... Trevor Ariza, Kendrick Nunn, Wayne Ellington, THT. So, yeah, I, I like what I saw from LeBron and AD, but that's just the lone bright spot from the first game of the Lakers. Uh, it, it was just really horrific to see Westbrook try to play basketball <laughs> with LeBron and AD. So, according to Zach Cram, out of the 1,055 games, in his NBA career um, this was his 8th worst according to game score which is a holistic measure of single game performance so yeah one of the worst games of Russell Westbrook and in his career and if you watch the game it's eh, lang talaga sa mata na, um, Frank Vogel, Vogel has his work cut out for him this season but enough Lakers talk at number four, I think the Warriors will most likely be better than the Clippers, the Mavs, the Blazers, and Grizzlies. So those four teams that I mentioned had better records than the Golden State Warriors last season. And of course, the Memphis Gri- Grizzlies uh, beat them in the play-in tournament. And the, uh, the Grizzlies went on to play in the playoffs and the Warriors... Uh, did not make the playoffs but just basing on the first game on their first game Warriors basketball is back I mean their offense was 
singing in the first game against the Lakers. The ball was moving around. Uh, the the players knew when to cut, where to pass the ball, uh, how to space the floor. Um, it was just a flowing offense and a huge contrast to how the Lakers played. And they won with Steph Curry shooting 23%. I know Curry had a triple double, but you know it, this is a subpar game for Steph Curry standards. And Jordan Poole will not most likely be a six man of the year because he's starting alongside Steph Curry, but he'll most likely be a most improved player this season. Uh, the reports or the rumblings around the Warriors is that they're hoping that. Jordan Poole will become the CJ McCollum type of player alongside Steph Curry. So that's looking good after the first game. You know, some people are really high on the Warriors, even saying that they can come out of the West this season. But for me, maybe just a playoff lock. But I'm, re- I'm really impressed by the way they played in their first game. Then they followed it up with a win against the Clippers just earlier today. So... Yeah, Warriors playoff lock for me. At number 5, LaMelo Ball will most likely be a first-time All-Star this season. So, I just listened to the Call to Arms pod by Nico Ramos and Mo Twister. And Mo even went as far as saying that LaMelo Ball will be named to an All-NBA team this season. But that's not a crazy thought. Um, He scored 31 points, 9 rebounds. 7 assists and a career-high 7 threes. Then the Hornets came back from a 23-point deficit to beat the Pacers in their first game. So the scoring stood out to me. I didn't think LaMelo had this in him. I don't know if this if this is just a first game thing or this will be the trend for LaMelo. But he just averaged 15 points per game last season. And, you know, the assists is there. The rebounds is there, but if he continues to score maybe uh, 20 av- or average 20 points per game this season, I see him really having or being selected to his um, first All-Star game. Plus, he has he his game is All-Star friendly, right? It's showtime. Um, it's fun to watch him play, so I'm betting on LaMelo Ball being named to his first all-star game this season number six i think this will shock you but for me the wolves will most likely be a surprise team this season yes the minnesota timberwolves i think they have an underrated core in carl anthony towns d'angelo russell and anthony edwards these three barely shared the floor together last season because of injuries and in this season i think if they stay healthy they can be a dangerous team i'm not saying that they'll make the playoffs because the west is tough and outside of these three guys um there's not much going on with the wolves but i think they're a well-coached team and really an underrated core in cat russell and edwards uh so Carl Anthony Towns in his sixth season, D'Angelo Russell also in his sixth season. So these these two guys are not really young as we would like to think they are, but 
again, Carl Anthony Towns is an all-star. D'Angelo Russell, we forget, has been an all-star as well. So they can be dangerous, I think. Play-in team, just the play-in team. I'm not crazy to say, not crazy yet to say that they're gonna be a playoff lock this season. But I'm looking at the Minnesota Timberwolves. Number seven, this is most likely the Jalen Green experience. So in his NBA debut, he scored 9 points on 4 of 14 shooting, 4 rebounds, 4 assists, and a plus-minus of minus 37 in 32 minutes of action. So I was really not high on him winning Rookie of the Year because I expect him to be up and down. I expect him to be inconsistent as he showed in his first game so the thing with Jalen Green is he's a terrific scorer but that's it uh, I think he's the best scorer in this draft class but he still needs to improve on other facets of his game I think it, he will have a tough time adjusting to NBA level point of attack defense and NBA level complex defensive schemes where every team is out there to scout him where every team um, they have Jalen Green on um, the top of their list right but I'm not saying that he's gonna be a bust it's just year one I'm just saying that he'll have a too inconsistent uh, season for him to win the rookie of the year so that's why he's most likely not gonna win the rookie of the year for me but i think we just need to be patient with jalen green uh don't expect him to have this explosive of a season that's every body's uh you know predicting for him at number eight the suns and the nuggets will most likely finish as the top two seeds in the west um, or, you know, two of the top three teams in the West, maybe Utah um, will have a say on that. But uh, their first game between each other, that game didn't feel like the first game of the season for them. You can sense the chemistry in both teams, respectively. When you compare it to the Lakers, like, oh my god, uh, it's beautiful to watch the, the Suns and Nuggets game. And I think, again, an overlooked part of the season is continuity. And just like the Milwaukee Bucks, the Suns and the Nuggets score are intact. And, you know, they they know each other. They know their games well. So, yeah, I think the Suns and the Nuggets will most likely finish as the top two seeds in the West. At number nine... The duo of Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum will most likely be broken up by the end of the season. Portland fans, I'm sorry, but I know Dame is outspoken on his loyalty to Portland, but his stint in Portland, I think, will reach the breaking point this season. I don't know if Dame will demand a trade or CJ gets traded, but they gave up. 124 points to the Sacramento Kings and you expect Larry Nance to, and Cody Zeller to push the Blazers past the teams like the Nuggets uh, the Suns or the Jazz in the West um, so that's why I just think 
that the Blazers, Damian Lillard, and CJ McCollum, it will reach a breaking point this season. At number 10, lastly, the Dallas Mavericks will most likely be a play-in team and Luka will most likely not win the MVP. So that's a 2-1 most likely prediction. So the fear for the Dallas Mavericks this season is coming true. Jason Kidd is ruining the Dallas Mavericks. Um, if you watch the game against the Hawks, their first game, I don't know what offense you call that. Uh, they're posting up Dorian Finney-Smith and it was just a whack. Um, I said in the season preview episode with my boys Naveen, AJ, and Ram that my pick for MVP this season is Luka Doncic, but it's not looking good in the Dallas Mavericks first game because I don't think they can rack up the win the wins to back up Luka's numbers. But I believe they'll still be making the playoffs just because of respect to Luka's greatness. That's how great I think Luka is. I think he can carry the Mavs in the playoffs even if uh, their offense is atrocious and uh, he still doesn't have help. And, you know, another thing that's going for the Mavs is their division is with the Spurs, the Houston Rockets, the Memphis Grizzlies, and the New Orleans Pelicans. So... It's a weak division and that certainly helps their case to make it into the playoffs. So that's my top 10, well not top, but just 10 most likely things that will happen just basing from the everybody's first game. So yeah, we're, I'm excited. The NBA is back. I'm pumped. So ladies and gents, thank you for listening and we out.